0: My dear Lord, you are glorified by the selected verses uttered by great personalities. Such glorification of your lotus feet is just like saffron particles. When the transcendental vibration from the mouths of great devotees carries the aroma of the saffron dust of your lotus feet, the forgetful living entity gradually remembers his eternal relationship with you. Let's read that sentence again so I would really have get that metaphor there. When the transcendental vibration from the mouths of great devotees carries the aroma of the saffron dust of your lotus feet, the forgetful living entity gradually remembers his eternal relationship with you. Devotees thus gradually come to the right conclusion about the value of life. My dear Lord, I therefore do not need any other benediction, but the opportunity to hear from the mouth of your pure devotee. So this is uh, Archipurte speaking. That was Archipurte speaking. This is for Papa's purport. He says, it is explained in the previous verse, that one has to hear glorification of the Lord from the mouth of a pure devotee. This is further explained here. The transmental vibration from the mouth of a pure devotee is so powerful that it can revive the living entity's memory of his eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In our material existence, under the influence of illusory maya, we have almost forgotten our eternal relationship with the Lord, exactly like a man sleeping very deeply who forgets his duties. In the Vedas it is said that every one of us is sleeping under the influence of maya. We must get up from this slumber and engage in the right service for thus we can properly utilize the facility of this human form of life. As expressed in a song by Thakur Bhakti Lord well, Chaitanya says, Jiv Jaga, jij Jaga. The Lord asks every every sleeping living entity to get up and engage in devotional service so that his mission in this human form of life may be fulfilled. This awakening voice comes through the mouth of a pure devotee. A pure devotee always engages in the service of the Lord, taking shelter of his lotus feet, and therefore he has a direct connection with the saffron mercy particles that are strewn over the lotus feet of the Lord. Although when a pure devotee speaks, the articulation of his voice may resemble the sound of this material sky, the voice is spiritually very powerful because it touches the particles of saffron dust on the lotus feet of the Lord. As soon as a sleeping living entity hears the powerful voice emanating from the mouth of a pure devotee, he immediately remembers his eternal relationship with the Lord, although up until that moment, he had forgotten everything. For a conditioned soul, therefore, it is very important to hear from the mouth of a pure devotee who is fully surrendered to the lotus feet of the Lord without any material desire, speculative knowledge, or contamination of the modes of material nature. Every one of us is a kū yogi because we have engaged in the service of this material world, forgetting our eternal relationship with the Lord and his eternal loving servants. It is our duty to rise from the kū yoga platform to become suyogis, perfect mystics. The process of hearing from a pure devotee is recommended in all Vedic literatures, especially by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. One may stay in his position of life. It does not matter what it is. But if one hears from the mouth of a pure devotee, he gradually comes to understand that his relationship with the Lord and thus engages in his loving service, and his life becomes completely perfect. Therefore, this process of hearing from the mouth of a pure devotee is very important for making progress in the line of spiritual understanding. MADAM SRI Shirupam, Sagrajatam, Sahagana, Raganatham, become Tam Sajiva. Savetam, Savaritam, Paditna, Sahitam, Krishna Chaitanjavetam. Srivata Krishna Padam, Sahagana, Radha, Sahagana, Walita, Shivishkan becomes Cha. A, Krishna Karana Sindhu, Dina Bandhu, Jagatpate, Gopisha Gopika Panta, Radha Kantanamosate, Tapta Tanshanagorandhi, Radha, Indavanishvati, Krishavana Sate Devi, Panamami Hade Priya. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So. This is um a bit of a famous verse actually. And uh not because Prabhupada quoted it. To the best of my knowledge, Prabhupada didn't quote this verse. Okay. certainly not one of the you know, like a verse in the uh in the book of slokas most quoted by Srila Prabhupada. it became famous in a different way. It became famous because uh I guess it was Nishrangananda chose to put this verse on the back cover of the uh the tape ministry oh no no I don't know if it was in on or I I don't know who's responsible for it but somebody one of those devotees put this verse used this verse on the back cover of the uh, jacket for the uh, that was for the tape you know they were doing the tape ministry hearing from Srila Prabhupada and it was on the back of each uh, folder not the whole thing but uh, verse and then he did an excerpt from the purport which just here. So, um, yeah, it's on each one of them, all 74 of them, 70 uh, folders or albums of uh, Shura Papa's lectures, two of these bhajans and two of Krishna book dictation. I believe there's two, maybe just one of Krishna book dictation. So, uh, anyway, it was famous to me, because I had all of them. I've had with the whole, the whole 73 or 4 of them, and I, I always remember seeing this verse. And when I went to see what the verse was I was supposed to speak on, I said, oh, wait a second, that sounds familiar. So sure, that's the one.
1: About to be sure to keep yeah. your uh, mouth close to the... the uh,
0: oh, the microphone. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. So, um, the verse makes a very important point. It talks about how... Um, well, it, it, it talks about the effects, the effects of um, the unique effects of hearing from a pure devotee. You know, they're described in this verse, and of course, many other verses throughout the Bhagavatam. And we're going to into, we're going to talk about that. But first, it does make a, a point here in the purport that this the hearing should be done from a, a pure devotee, and it describes. And I think that the last paragraph uh, qualifications of the, you know, the persons, person who we're hearing from should have, and it mentions that this person, this devotee, should be somebody who's fully surrounded to the lotus feet of the Lord, without any material desire, and speculative knowledge, or contamination of the modes of material nature. So that's the person you want to hear from, um, and that, that that's really important to a cons- very important consideration because a lot of people can speak very well. You don't have to go very far these days. I mean, I, you know, this is COVID-19 thing. Uh, not now, but back a few weeks ago, I was you know, going on the Internet quite frequently to find out what was going on, get the updates and everything. And you know, I, was, I was impressed by how a lot of the, the people, the, the news reporters and some of the politicians were speaking, not Donald Trump, of course, Everybody else. But, you know, this book, they seem to speak very intelligent. They were, you know, eloquent speakers. So it's, there's plenty of eloquent speakers out there. But the person we want to hear from, uh, you know, when we're hearing the Krishna, Krishna consciousness, has to be, it'd be nice if that person's an eloquent speaker. That's all, all the better. But more important than that is that that person be, as stated here, a pure devotee without any material desire, speculative knowledge, contamination from the modes of material nature. So, uh, I was thinking, well, what does that mean exactly? Practically speaking, what does that mean? Well, um, and I, and to understand that, I went to the, what I probably think is probably the, certainly one of the best examples of a futility decline, in terms of Shura Prabhupada. And we could see that, you know, Prabhupada of you know, material desire. I mean, material desire is defined as, you know, Dunham, Jemison, wealth, women, followers, or love, Puja Pratishtha, desire uh, for proper adoration and distinction. And you can see from Prabhupada's activities when he conducted his life, certainly at least from, you know, his whole life, particularly during, you know, the time he came here to America until he the end of his manifest pastimes here on earth, that it was obvious from his behavior, his activities, that he as a person who's functioning, you know, not in an attempt to fulfill any material desire, but just to execute the mission of the spiritual master. So that was, you know, very obvious and evident. And another uh, thing was no speculative knowledge. And that's an easy one, too, because uh, had always spoke from the scriptures, Prabhupada spoke from the books, the philosophy, and, and it was very consistent. The philo- and you could listen to Prabhupada's lectures from 1966, 65, I think 66 are the first ones, and uh, and you'll hear the same thing, you'll hear the same philosophy in 1966 as you did in 1977. I'm sorry to serve you for a, forgive me, forgive me, because I, I can see you're
1: really putting a lot into the lecture and like that. Uh, but um, because you're on the phone, your vo- I have my volume all the way up, and uh, can, you, you think it's just a little closer. I, I, let, me see, I, let me see. How about
0: that? I just, is that any better? A little bit. Okay, because I'm talking right. I got the microphone right at my mouth now. Okay. Uh, so I, I,
1: I could. Is that? Is it audible? i, mean, I It's audible. It's just. Uh, um, The volume is not there.
0: Okay, I'll try to talk really loud now. Okay. Okay, so, um, yeah, it's it's obvious that Prabhupada was not uh, engaged in any speculative knowledge, because, as I said, everything was from the, uh, you know, just right from the books. Philosophy was right out of the, you know, the... His books and it was consistent. He you know, presented the same philosophy in 1966 as he did in 1977. So that's the kind of person we want to hear from. The you know, could be like the model, the role model for you know, the kind of devotee we want to hear from. Somebody who you could see is following in the footsteps of your Pope um, living their life like that. and and speaking the way he spoke, um, Shastra, and consistent, you know, consistent, not changing the message, not changing the philosophy. So that's an important point. And if we're hearing from such a person, then there should be, uh, there'll be a result. And the result will be that, um, you know,
1: the result will
0: be that we'll see that people who are hearing from uh, a pure devotee, somebody who's, no material desire, no speculative knowledge, not contaminated by the modes of material nature. The result is stated in this verse is that one's one's memory of his eternal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead will be revived. That's the result uh, in in general, you know, stated as a a general principle. And the uh, specific symptoms one will should hopefully notice is that you feel like um, an impetus you know, an, an increased inclination to uh, perform your sadhana bhakti to chant your rounds, to follow the regulative principles um, that, that, that's, that's a sign, that's an indication if you're feeling an increased enthusiasm an increased determination and enthusiasm inclination to perform sadhana bhakti that's a good, that's a a positive sign. That's an indication that your hearing is having the desired effect. that The the process is working. You're hearing from somebody who's a pure devotee and you're hearing properly because you're increasing your uh, engagement in devotional service. And even if that's, you know, those external manifestations are not there in in, in the form of increased chanting and more serious follow the regular principles, even if we just at least keep, continue to hear, that's, uh, even that's significant. as pointed out, because that's a service too, and is pointed out right at the end of the purport there, Prabhupada quotes that very famous verse uh, that was spoken by, um, quoted by Ramananda Roy in his conversation with Lord Chaitanya, when Lord Chaitanya asked him to speak about what is the goal of life and the process for attaining it. So, Ramananda Rory gave, I think, seven, or, I think it was seven, I can't remember the number, but, after several, presenting several different verses to Lord Chaitanya, which, uh, as to, you know, he's saying, this is the goal of life, and the process to attain it. Lord Chaitanya was rejecting them one after the other. But finally, Ramananda Roy when he came to this verse, Risque. The last probably not very, very accurate, but anyway uh, the gist of it was that um one has to just, you know throw out get rid of the this process of mental speculation and uh, become submissive and uh, hear, hear the philosophy, jivanti sandha karitam hear the philosophy from an apple, pure devotee. And, and then the next point means stay in your own position. One can remain in his own position. And uh, by doing that, Krishna, who's normally, ordinarily, who's unconquerable, but he becomes conquered by that process of submissively hearing from a pure devotee. So even if uh, initially, you know, one is not Feeling, getting enough, you know, umph to, you know, engage more seriously in devotional service. Just keep hearing, keep hearing, because uh, you'll. Uh, it does work. You just sometimes it's just like drying out wet firewood or something like that. It just takes a it takes a bit of time, but I've actually, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's immediate. that's pointed out in this verse here. Rabat uh, says, uh, "Written in the purple, I think it is." It's, As soon as the, I can't find it now, but I think it has made the point that it 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 says, in one place it says gradually comes to the right conclusion about the value of life, but I think there's another place in the pulpit where Prabhupada said that it happens right away, and Bodhi's experienced that as well. As soon as the sleeping, living entity hears the powerful voice emanating from the mouth of the pure devotee, he immediately remembers his eternal relationship with the Lord. Although up until that moment, he has forgotten everything. So sometimes it works like that too. And um, I know it's had that effect on me, historically speaking, that when I listen to Prabhupada, and other devotees as well, particularly Prabhupada, um, I, you know, it's the, the psychological effect it has on my mind is... Uh, It's a feeling of, uh, I should do this, and I can do this. If I try, Krishna will help me. It's kind of like that's like the internal message that my mind seems to tune in on. You know, I should do this, I can do it. If I try, Krishna will help me. It's kind of like hearing from Prabhupada or pure devotee, any other pure devotee. And I believe, you know, of course, there are other people, people other than Prabhupada, that are worth hearing from. We have many who are very you know, genuine, sincere followers of Sri Prabhupada, and uh, you know, they were all worth hearing from. I mean, that was that they're part, part of Prabhupada's legacy, and uh, that was Prabhupada's idea, not that you just be the only person to be a pure devotee. No. He wanted to create an army of pure devotees to spread the Krishna Conscious Movement all over the world. And uh, to a certain extent, he was successful in doing that. But, um, Yes, yeah, so at least the hearing for me it creates a sense of um, a feeling of existential well-being, you know. I know um, I used to do this thing years ago. I don't really do it so much now, but uh, I'd be on Sankaton with some of the situation. And, uh, you know, just I'd be trying to do my service, but it just wasn't, you know, things, something wasn't quite right. I wasn't experiencing success. I was feeling frustrated. Anyway, so I mean, I, I did this on many occasions, and it worked. I would just go back to my van, and uh, you know, I was a, a traveling Sankatan van, so I had a deck in it where I could just lie down. And I would just lie down flat on the flat on the ground, and just put a. like we back in those days we used tape recorders. I just put on a tape of ProPod, listen to it, and I just lie there. And my, my my determination was, I'm just going to lie here until I, you know, just relax until I feel like doing something. And with, with the, 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 the faith and the, the, hope and the faith that just by listening to Prabhupada, you know, i would come out of it and going to you know, bring me around again. And sure enough, that used to work. I used to do that and on many, many occasions that worked. I just kind of, when all else failed, I would just go into, what's well, uh, that, that's, uh, Savasana. <laughs> the, the yogic pose, the corpse pose, and I just listened to Prabhupada until, uh, um, until I, you know, felt some inspiration and felt like I could, you know, get back out there and continue trying, and it worked. It was very effective. And um, these days, I do a different version of that because, uh, <clears throat> you know, the sometimes it's the additional encumbrance of a, an aging body. So now, uh, something I do also, you know, cut the as part of this hearing process, I go for, I take my, uh, I listen to lectures now on uh, Prabhupada Vani, which is a very good website makes it very easy to hear Prabhupada and you can kind of pick what lectures you want to listen to. and I just go out and walk up and down hills and uh, listen to Prabhupada. And it's just a great way to kind of feel better, you know, at least for me, physically, mentally, spiritually. It really, uh it's a very very effective sort of a way to have a uh, you know, some spiritual recreation. I mean, you you're not, when I do that, when I'm not listening to Prabhupada, I kind of feel like I'm wasting my time to a certain extent. But when I do that in conjunction with hearing Prabhupada, it's, it's very, uh, it's an exhilarating experience. I come back feeling enlivened both you know, spiritually and physically. The, the overall experience is really good. So I highly recommend that. And uh, sometimes it's also a good idea. So, I mean, I could I've listened to Prabhupada for, on drives and things like that for hours and hours and on end. And uh, but sometimes it's also a good idea to, uh, to unplug yourself, so to speak. Just like uh, I think of it as like you know, when you're in the hospital sometimes when people are really sick they put them on an IV, intravenous. And uh, sometimes I think of you know listening to uh, Prabhupada as like a, an IC, you know, into your consciousness. It's just going like hearing just going right into your consciousness it's, which is good, but sometimes it's also a good idea to take yourself off the, you know, the intravenous there and, and see what you've really understood. I mean, it's, what, what, what is it that, I ask myself, I do that sometimes after you know, listening for hours on end or some period of time. And I'll say, Okay, what's my what do I actually genuinely appreciate? What's what's my appreciation? What's my what, what? What am I really feeling like strongly about here? That I've understood or that I, you know, what, what's really what really resonates with me? And that's it's, it's an important thing to do that because that's your, um, that's what you can use when you preach, you know, which which you really feel that you know which you, which you genuinely appreciated yourself when you try to share that with other people that will come across with potency. And so it's a good idea to do that. And of course, that's something that, um, you know, that's part of our whole uh, process. We want to be able to not just become Krishna conscious, but as much as possible, give it to other people. tade kaha Krishna, And that's the way to do it. Papa said, "You said, he said, Read my, study my purport scrutinizingly, and reproduce them in your own language. That is perfect preaching. So, you know, hearing is, is, uh, is, 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 in one sense, an end in itself, but um, it's also a means to an end. As Prabhupada says in the last sentence here, the purport, he says, this process of hearing from the mouth of the pure devotee is very important for making progress in the line of spiritual understanding. That's not what I was looking for, but anyway, the, I think you know the point is pretty uh, self-evident. That it's, it's an end in itself. Marriage, he achieved perfection just by hearing. But at the same time, it's it's also a means to an end. I mean, in the sense that by hearing, we we charge our spiritual batteries, and uh, it, it kind of it, 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 it enables us to you know have the enthusiasm, the, the confidence, the spiritual energy to go out there and try to, give, you know, share Krishna consciousness with other people. So that's uh, an important point. Yeah, so it's a, it's a good idea to, to do that. You know, un- unhook yourself, unplug yourself sometimes and see what you'd really appreciate. And also, uh, it's also good to sometimes, after when you unplug yourself, to ask yourself, well, what is it that, is there anything I'm feeling not convinced about, or doubtful about, or, and that, because it, it, it's good to, to do that too, to be introspective on both those, you know, the, uh, the positive and the negative, and then the way to deal with that is to seek out a, somebody who really feels a much more advanced, devotee than yourself, who you have, uh, you know, who you trust and who you have confidence in that they'll be can be confidential and, and, and you know reveal your mind, and you can get help like that. So that's uh, an important thing to do also. And getting back to that verse about Dhyane Prasamudapasya and that's a very important verse because another reason why that's a very important verse and why it's a very important uh, consideration is that you know, generally people have a, um, we have a... Everybody has a nature, Svabhava, and, uh, and it's it's generally pretty strong. You know, people have an inclination to to work in a certain way, to, uh, well, just that. And it's, it's not easy to change that. It's not easy to go from, you know, somebody who has an inclination to be, like, say, a farmer, an inclination to be a businessman, an inclination to be a whatever, you know, to work in a certain way, to be, become a, uh, traveling mendicant, uh, you know, an itinerant preacher. It's, it's a big, uh, change in, uh, Lifestyle, it's a big change in mentality, and uh, it's not something that can be done abruptly in a lot of cases. But anyway, the point is that this process, uh, this is very encouraging because Lord uh you know, is making the, by accepting that verse, is making the point that you can stay in your same position. Stay in your position, stay in your same situation here. Is the, so, the hearing is, is an opportunity to gradually transform our uh, existence into something more spiritual. There's that verse, famous verse in the first canto of the uh, six chapters from our Bhagavatam, where you know, I mean, is preaching to the Ascid, and he explains it. doesn't over not a thing applied therapeutically cure a disease which was caused by the very same thing. So, a disease. Applied therapeutically is, means it's a, uh, a, thing, a thing applied therapeutic the a thing where there's some sort of something you're doing for sense gratification. Like that's the thing in this case. You know? and, you, when you, and to do it therapeutically means you're doing it in conjunction with devotional service. Okay? So in other words, you could be doing um, so many different things, and if you just, when you bring the devotional service into the picture, that becomes transformed. That's that's what's that's applying it therapeutically. And it it helps you kinda change your consciousness. And um so anyway, that's very important. So I think I'll stop there. Does anybody have any questions or, or anything they'd like to say?
2: I love the thank you. It was a wonderful hearing um your experiences where you would uh, lay down in Prabhupada and how that helped your service. It seems to be a reoccurring message that's coming in our ISKCON classes the importance of remembering the spiritual master, of remembering Krishna and how that removes our difficulties. Anyway, I found it a great class and I feel inspired and again reminded about how important it is to depend upon Krishna in all of our activities, and remember our spiritual master. Thank you. Hare Krishna.
3: Thank you, Master. Bhagavad you mentioned that
0: you would listen to
3: Vincita Prabhupada Vani, and um, you, would ch- just, you would choose a, a selected class to listen to I don't know, it's, it's a, the, the odd thought crossed my mind. Boy, how do you select? It's like sometimes I'll, especially, I guess not since I was a child, but they used to have these boxes of chocolates. And there'd be square ones and round ones and and rectangular ones. And, you know, it's like, you know, anything in there is going to be good. and It's like kind of hard to pick. Um, how do you... What's going through your mind is your what do you what do you what criterion what are you looking for when you're picking a special lecture to listen to?
0: Well, you know, back in 1975 in Atlanta, uh, the devotees were talking to Prabhupada, Papa met with the book distributors, and um, they asked Prabhupada the question about where where should we read? You know, when we read your books. And Papa said, You see, my books are like um, sugar cane he said uh, anywhere you bite it it's sweet So he said when I read he said any book I take and any page I open and I read so I think that's you can you're, you're, pretty, you're in pretty safe ground picking anything but I, I tend to pick stuff at least initially where uh, I was there like I'll listen to Prabhupada's lectures that he gave in Mayapur 1976 at the festival I was there because I, and I know I didn't remember A word of it from when I was there so I just might as well listen to it again but you know Krishna for some some reason Krishna had me there so what what, what did I miss and so I listened to that Uh, or New York uh, around the time when I joined but but generally I'll just a lot of times I'll just start like yesterday I I went for a walk a few hours and I started with the uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita Lectures Prabhupada was giving in Mayapur in 1975 I, I got through about seven or eight of them I think seven of them as I was walking and uh, that was very nice, but I don't think it matters. I think I think you're on safe grounds listening to anything that you know, that's coming out of Prabhupada's mouth pretty much. Yeah, I I I would certainly agree.
3: There's uh, you know, you're talking about um you gave the, the analogy of when you'd sit and listen it was like being being hooked up to an IV listening to the listening to Prabhupada speak. And and it's interesting that Prabhupada uses that as an analogy in the um the what is a verse? Um, in that verse uh, where it's speaking about by the rising and setting the sun the, our human life is duration is, is taken away except for those who uh, spend our time discussing and hearing the topics of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So I'm, look this up. So I'm looking this up here and Prabhupada says in his purport to that verse, let me find it here, he says, as a highly potent drug injected intravenously works at once on the whole body, comma, the transcendental topics of the Lord injected through the ear by the pure devotee of the Lord can act very efficiently.
0: Wow. Okay. I'd forgotten
3: about that, I'm sure. But where is that? That's Srimad uh, Bhagavatam uh, 2, three seventeen. The very famous uh-huh. verse. I'm sure you know the verse. Yeah. Ayyodharti Vipunsam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, in, the, in, the, pur- in the purport Prabhupada gives that analogy. Now I'll read it again since I caught your interest. As a highly potent drug injected intravenously acts at once on the whole body, the transcendental topics of the Lord injected through the ear by the pure devotee of the Lord can act very efficiently. So anyone who's ever experienced it in, in the intravenous, wasn't that long ago I had um, anesthesia. They put me to sleep for anyway, cutting away some uh, 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 basal cell cancer. And um you know, they, they put the they put the needle in and and I was kind of like waiting to feel the what it's like to go from awakened state to to the sleeping state. But I can never and it's happened to me a bunch of times I can never catch it. It's just so instant. That you know one second you 're awake, and the next thing you know you you're waking up, but the, there's no memory of it 's so instant that you get put to sleep, so the uh it 's so efficient when we hear the words spoken by the pure devotee. and um, and I have full faith that when we 're hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam and we 're all speaking together, that prabhupada is that's really the same thing is happening because this is authorized by Prabhupada and it's really Prabhupada's potency by which we're all speaking and by which we're all having the ability to hear that um, it's it's acting. We're not even knowing, we're not even aware of how potent and how efficiently hearing this transcendental sound vibration is. As efficient as something that's just given intravenously.
0: Yeah, that that intravenous analogy is kind of that's a really good metaphor. That talk I used just a, about a few days ago, I uh, I found out from uh, a friend of mine, his uh, his wife is was diagnosed with cancer, and uh, so it's terminal. And uh, so one of the things that was recommended was to take um, like massive doses of vitamin C, it, it's not as a cure, but just to it's sort of um, Helps your system optimize its healing capacities, and it just makes it the whole thing easier to, to deal with. So I said, "Can it be?" I asked this a friend of mine, who's an oncologist. Can it be taken orally? And he made the point that no, it You can't. When it has to go through the gastrointestinal system, it just doesn't work. You can't absorb the system. The body can't absorb that kind of dosage of vitamin C that's required to to get that effect. Through the gastrointestinal system, it has to be done intravenously. So in other words, it's a much more, as you pointed out, it's a much more effective way of getting whatever, you know, some drug or nutrients or anything, into the system than through the mouth. Mm. Taking it through the mouth is nowhere as near as effective as the intravenous. So it's interesting that Papa does use that example in the poor port that it's like an intravenous injection, which is way more effective than you know taking it through the mouth. Mm.
2: On that topic, just real quickly, I I had some cancer situation some years ago, and the doctor told me that I wouldn't be able to get rid of it, and I alkalized. So what I would recommend, or if she's interested, now I continue to alkalize so it doesn't come back. I take an eighth of a teaspoon of baking soda and put it in a quart of water. You can't taste it. I've done tests with the water, and it's the right alkalinity for the body. And I drink that throughout the day. I don't drink water unless I put an eighth of a ge- put baking soda. Before I used lemon, because I didn't know about baking soda, and that deterior- takes the calcium out of the bones. But my doctor couldn't believe it was gone. He just, he's like, it wasn't the lemons. I go, well, somebody should do a test. You know, Sunkist should sponsor a test. But anyway, I'm just saying, because I had children to take care of, I was thinking, what can I do? And it completely went away. And I give up sugar pretty much, because sugar acidifies the body. But anyway, back to the spiritual topics. I just wanted to share that in hopes it might Thank help you. somebody. Yeah.
0: I mean, you, you are not fourth stage or anything like that though, obviously, right?
2: Um, I They wanted to cut it off, my body, but I was um, pregnant. I said no. No, I wasn't at stage four. Okay. Nope.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's spiritual topics. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I was
1: going to say something. Um, as far as uh, you're relating how if you're not enlivened, then you would go into the van and then get really relaxed and just hear Shiloh but and then it consistently would help you to uh, hear his words and then you would be enlivened to go back out. I heard something the other day that I thought was really interesting. Uh, Thomas Edison, uh, we're giving up the mundane examples here. But anyway, Thomas Edison, what he used to do was when he had some sort of a particular uh, problem that he needed to work out, he would have this uh, method that he would take uh, uh, glass balls, hold them in his hand, and he would sit in an easy chair. I think it was a rocking chair or something. Anyway, an easy chair. And he'd put himself into this meditative state. Just relax. Not particularly to think about anything. And um, it would be like he's going almost into a sleep state. But the purpose of having these balls in his hands, he didn't actually want to go to sleep. He just wanted to stay in a relaxed state. And if he would start to fall asleep, the balls would fall from his hands and it would hit a metal plate and that would wake him up again. So he wanted to get into this uh, meditative state of subconsciousness. And then the answers would come to him. So, uh, there's uh, these different uh, states of consciousness that we have. Uh, you can get that to an a EAG machine, whatever it's called. I forget the initials anyway, this machine, uh, and it registers your brain waves, what kind of electromagnetic electricity it produces. And it has different wavelengths, and they call them either beta waves, alpha waves, theta waves, etc. So when you, you're in normal state of awake state of consciousness those are beta waves and that's when we're like really in a lot of anxiety thinking about a lot of things it's a very stressful state. So um, it's he- difficult to hear transcendental sound when we're too disturbed but when we really focus, just like if we chant our rounds and we're thinking about something else uh, about what we're going to do today or what mistakes we made and how we're going to make it better, then uh, that's very disturbing. You know, a lot of activity in the brain. But when we just focus on the holy name or transcendental sound or a lecture by our spiritual master, then we get into this deep meditative stage. And uh, those are called, uh, if the brain starts to slow down, they, in a relaxed state, they're called alpha waves or takeaways or whatever they're called and uh, we're able to access that part of our consciousness that will let us hear better so it's uh, it's kind of like on the scientific level you can measure how your brain activity but uh, if we can relax and not think uh, not be in anxiety about uh, you know being the doer and changing things in our lives which is uh, let Krishna act for us, then transcendental sound will be able to act on us better. You know, we're not interfering with our uh, speculative mental activities. Yeah, I, don't that's 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 I don't know if any value. I throw that in?
0: I wonder, yeah, no, that's very interesting. I, I, I bet you that has some sort of relationship to why Papa wanted us to have a morning and an evening program. Because you know when you're out there in the world, at least me, I'm in fighting mode, and it's because it's you know it's a, it's, a, it's a struggle for existence. You got to deal with so many opposing elements, and so I mean, I'm in a certain mode of operation. But Prabhupada wanted us, and that's, it's, 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 it's required I and mean, it's necessary. You've got to get out there and preach or work or whatever. But Prabhupada wanted us in the morning and in the evening to come together, no no other business, and just hear and chant about Krishna. So it seems like I think that's. Related in some way to what you were just saying, that you know, Prabhupada could appreciate that there was a certain atmosphere and uh, environment that was most conducive for being able to absorb that the message and the, you know, the transcendental subject matter. And he tried to make an arrangement so that we could access that, i.e., the morning and evening program. But anyway, just a thought.
4: One of the things that caught my attention in the verse in the purport were these saffron particles oh, yeah. at the lotus feet. That's beautiful. They're like golden particles. And so those that are completely taken shelter at the lotus feet, they are in direct connection with the saffron mercy particles that are strewn over the lotus feet of the Lord but it's an image it's like these golden particles on the lotus feet and and one of the other things that caught my attention was this word kuyogi. so i i did a search on the vedabase and it's the only time that Prabhupada's used it according to the vedabase is this purport so i i flipped over to google to see if i could get a meaning for the word And uh, I came up with group, gang, the company one keeps. So KU yogis are, you know, they're the associated with the material crowd. And we're meant to become SU yogis, you know, spiritually minded, not materially minded.
0: Yeah, everybody's taking shelter or something. So it's interesting how Prabhupada uses yogi in both those, you know, both both terms right. here. So you're, everybody's a yeah. yogi in the sense that everybody's absorbed taking shelter of something and it's just a question of what you are gonna allow yourself to take shelter of, be absorbed in. A commonplace Prabhupada would use that
3: prefix ku is ku-kata. You know, bad mm-hmm. mundane ta ku-kata as opposed to Krishna-kata. You know, I guess another synonym then would be like prajalpa Kukata. but I, I definitely remember that. you know you were talking about the um the hearing in the in the morning and then hearing again in the evening how powerful that was, and I was meditating by that, and I was actually remembering that back in the in the early days back in the seventy uh, three ish we had we had morning. And then we had afternoon and evening. In the middle and, and midday, we would have um, we would have. Sh-
0: uh, uh, yeah, I forgot of a Shriya Shapanashad or that's
3: right. oh, okay. Shri, it was either Shriya Shapanashad or uh, Nectar Devotion. I can't remember, but we had a, We had a class in the middle of the day as well for quite some time. That was back in Miami. It was really powerful. We we just we kind of stop. I think it was before lunch, because you know our day starts early. But uh, I, before lunch, I remember there was a class, and um, really powerful. Of course, you know those those days are over. But 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 the. Yeah. But we can certainly get out a class of like you said. There's so much nectar out there now with Prabhupada Vani, and. And it's just unlimited. It used to be, well, there were Prabhupada's books and and there was uh, these cassette tapes. But right now you can go on the Internet and you've, everybody's got your smartphone with you. Anytime you, you need that break, you need that injection, you can go. Actually, eSangha, all of our, all of sometimes I go back on eSangha, Ramananda's done the work. He's got, there's hundreds, maybe... Thousands of of tapes if you want to listen to you know, Gary Govardhan or Ermola or, or you know anyone uh, there's seminars that have been there it's just they 're just writing your phone and sometimes I do that i 'll go to i 'll just go to East I 'm going for a drive somewhere maybe i 'm going across the island it 's going to take me forty minutes or so i'll uh, i 'll often go to esanga and i 'll I'll, I'll go into the archives and i 'll just kind of randomly you know, pick a speaker I'd like to hear, and just maybe an old classic, Irving Berlin, or something. And um, it's, it's 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 lovely. To, any time of the day, as 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 you were describing, you you would stop in the vehicle, and um, so many times we we have these opportunities. It almost it could seem like you know like a waste of time. Oh, geez, I got to go for this long drive, but we can turn those situations. Into great opportunities to to drink nectar, to open our ears and or, or put our arm out so that needle can go into our transcendental veins and get that injection right into our heart.
5: Mm. I I did see where kuyoginam is used in another verse. If it, uh, it, it it struck me so, I I looked it up one time some time ago it was it was um, uh, Nardamuni no it was actually uh, Krishna talking to Nardamuni in his previous life when Nardamuni meditated and Krishna appeared and then he disappeared and Nardamuni meditated again to to see him and I, he got a voice, an unembodied voice, that spoke to him. And uh, in that uh, verse, one six twenty-one, Kuyoginam meant incomplete in service. And it, the translation was, "O Narda, the Lord said, I I regret that during this lifetime you will not be able to see me anymore." Those who are incomplete in service and who are not completely free from all material taints can hardly see me. So I, I looked to see what was uh, the word for incomplete in service and it was kuyoginam. So that, that was the only other place that I remember it from.
0: Okay,
4: anybody else have anything they'd like to say? Yeah, there's um, <coughs> that verse in purport that Madan likes in uh, Bhagavatam I think it's first canto, the end of one of the chapters where uh, the the uh, pure, purity of hearing comes from purity of action. But, anyway, we're all being purified. And um, you were saying that you were in Mayapur and uh, you didn't quite catch the lecture, but you got to hear it again, a recorded version of it. And we've all had this experience where we've heard different lectures like the old lectures from New York. I really liked those. Prabhupada was really... On fire in those lectures, and uh, and sometimes you'll hear the lecture more than once, and then sometimes you'll catch one thing and then the other thing, and depending on how purified our minds are, you know, we our position is changing also, uh, but Prabhupada's constant. He's got a constant position, so he's speaking from the core of his heart as a pure devotee. That was in the previous purport. And it's how receptive we are or what our position is, what we can catch and what we can't catch. But it's our position, we're improving if we're taking up the process and we're going through the, we're being purified by the process. Then as we go on, I remember one devotee in Hawaii when I was at the temple there in the 70s um, was his name. Uh, really nice devotee he he said that when he first came he, he just engaged in service and he had a hard time reading Prabhupada's books but at some point he got purified to the point where he was able to read Prabhupada's books in a very short time he read them all so so hearing our hearing is it's really really important and we benefit anytime we do that but as time goes on it also becomes even more important because we're you know we're able to absorb or hear more
5: anyway
0: yeah an you're, idea you see making the point it's kind of like a function of your purification
5: that that verse that that you were thinking that I like the <laughs> you're mentioning I, I looked it up again, it was one three forty-four and the part of the purport uh is that simple hearing is not all. One must realize the text with proper attention. The word Nivista means Sukadev Sutta Goswami drank the juice of the Bhagavatam through his ears. This is the real process of receiving Bhagavatam. One should hear with rapt attention from the real person and then one can realize the presence of Lord Krishna in every page. The secret of knowing Bhagavatam is mentioned here. No one can give rapt attention who is not pure in mind. No one can be pure in mind who is not pure in action. No one can be pure in action who is not pure in eating, sleeping, fearing and mating. But somehow or other, if someone hears with rapt attention from the right person at the very beginning, one can assuredly see Lord Sri Krishna and the pages of the Bhagavatam. That's the, the last paragraph in chapter 3, the first canto. So thank you for reminding me of that.
3: When Doug Prabhu was speaking, uh, making reference back to listening to Prabhupada way back in the beginning. I, I think we've all probably done that when we've reached into that box of, of chocolates and we went to select to go back and hear Prabhupada speaking back in the, back mm-hmm. in the, uh, in, in the middle 60s. And one thing that really struck me in those old tapes... Is that Prabhupada was preaching back then in the very very beginning, like he was uh, towards the end in many ways. It's, he, it's not like he was dumbing down the philosophy at all, or, or it, it's really essentially the same. It Was the same. It was just. It, it, it just didn't. It wasn't like an. Uh, well, I guess that's the best way to describe it. It wasn't dumbed down at all. It was just straight, pure, straight, straight philosophy, and um, just like just like he spoke all the way through. And uh, that, but, but he was touching hearts, new people, he, right?
4: He, people that had no background. Even at one point, Prabhupada says uh, he's asking the the uh, audience in front of him, "Have, have you?" seen a picture of Krishna and there was no response nobody had even seen a picture mm. of Krishna so I mean that he was able to touch hearts and change hearts it, it, he, it had to be Krishna like uh, Prabhupada's prayer on the to make me dance Krishna did that
1: Okay. Um, right. Thank you, Brew. Maybe next time, uh, would you mind logging in just a few minutes earlier, and we can uh, work on your, uh, your, uh, you know, getting you set up.
0: Yeah, not at all. I mean, we did it successfully a couple of weeks in a row. I guess I got cocky, and I, 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 did, I don't know if I what I did wrong, but I didn't do right. But anyway, sure, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll be there like five two, and then we'll give us a chance to make sure we get it online. That'll make it better.